Hello everyone and welcome back to Frequency and Lifestyle, the podcast to help you raise your vibration and thus your consciousness to be able to navigate these challenging times. We've looked at lifestyle, activities and health. And this week we look at the body-mind-spirit connection and how some simple things can really help you to achieve a much better holistic health. I want to mention at this point in our podcasts that a change of lifestyle and ways of living and being can raise your frequency permanently if you uphold these qualities. And there are other practices that can give us a kind of temporary high, like a wave which takes us up and then gently drops us back down to normal frequency soon after its close. That could be like a spiritual practice, intense physical activity, dancing, pranayama or even the orgasm. I've got 10 different plans for you today. Number one, a daily focused practice. If we can do a daily focus practice of 15 to 20 minutes, this has amazing results in affecting our day and the reality of the world around us. It raises the frequency of our body, mind and spirit and helps us to create the day that we really want through intention. Examples of these could be journeying, guided visualisation, meditation, yoga, stretching, chanting mantras, there are numerous. Now the benefits of meditation or journeying are endless. We all know that. But taking the time to sit down and meditate is not always easy. I want to explain the difference between inner meditation and journeying. Inner meditation is a moving inwards, often focusing on breath, a candle flame or a mudra perhaps. It's quite zen and often quite difficult to achieve if you have a monkey mind. But more popular these days is the guided visualisation, which is much easier to focus on. And it's more of a shamanic journey type of meditation guided by someone's voice. I would say it moves outwards, as if you're moving your attention somewhere, and it's also more active. In a guided visualisation, you're asked to use your imagination to create pictures to focus on. Often the speaker will then give you time to spend in silence wherever they've led you, and then they'll speak you back to your body. Now, there are lots of those available on YouTube, if you care to look for them. In the shamanic journey now, your spirit leaves the body and goes to a different dimension on an adventure with your power animal, who is your guide. And for journeying, you always go with an intention of what you seek, whether that is healing or guidance. Again, it uses the imagination to begin with, And then the journey begins to unfold itself in this other world. And when you are complete, 
Your power animal brings you back to your body. All three of these ways of meditating are extremely beneficial to balance the body, mind and spirit and to maintain a high frequency. Number two, gratitude. Gratitude and appreciation for what is around you, whether that is people, nature, things that have happened in your day, is a fast track to raising consciousness, especially if you can find a way to give thanks for the bad things that have happened to you and try to learn a lesson from them. Interestingly, as a child, I must have learned from some experience that saying thank you in my nightly prayers actually helped me manifest what I was really praying for. So I would spend five minutes saying thank you for this, thank you for that, and blessing my family, and then I would get to the nitty-gritty of what I really wanted. And, oh gosh, I can continue to do that into my early adult years if I really needed some extra help. Now I call on my power animal. A gratitude and appreciation diary is a good spiritual tool and can help you to manifest your needs by saying thank you for them as if you already have them. This is one of the magic tools of the universe, but that's a whole other podcast. Number three, live from the heart for the highest good of all mankind. Make all decisions with the thought of how it will affect others around you and our planet, and always be authentic in your dealings with yourself and others. Now, living from the heart doesn't mean being a softy or hesitant about taking action. In fact, it means being strong and confident that what you're doing is for the highest good of all. Number four, service to others. Don't be self-serving all the time and only thinking about yourself. Move into service to others, service to our planet. And I don't mean being subservient or groveling to serve. It means being strong and proud to be of service, knowing that you are playing an important role in co-creating a wonderful future for our planet. Number five, cleanse and purify by burning sage or some other dried herb and using the smoke to swirl around your body with the intention of clearing negative energy that doesn't belong to you. Or you can take it around your home to cleanse its field of energy too. Now this is a very, very ancient traditional practice. Number six, sacred breathing or pranayama. Conscious, full body breathing really oxygenates the cells and can bring you vitality and energy or calmness and tranquility. Try to breathe into your tummy instead of just the upper chest and make sure that you have a good posture. Using breath techniques to purify, charge you up and to heal. Forms of this kind of breathing are used to access altered state where unconscious healing can occur 
or a form of meditation or a shamanic experience can take place. But these should not really be undergone without guidance from a trained practitioner. Number seven, listening to music. Music has always lifted the spirit, as they used to say, and they're right. But because we're all different, we don't all have the same tastes in music. But the recipe for raising the spirit, or I'd say here the frequency, is usually the same, no matter your preference of music. It's about harmony, pitch and sequence. Well, this is such a deep topic and I realise that here I'm opening up a whole basket of goodies to explore in future podcasts. Let's just take music that is soothing and kind to the spirit. That's assumed to be certain keys of music and harmonies. Now, my mother always went blissful with certain pieces of music and she'd say, well, that must be in the key of A. And sure enough, it was. But let's look at science here and the Mozart effect. Scientists set up an experiment where they had two sets of plants and played Mozart to one set. And the effect of gross plant health and vitality was outstanding in the one listening to Mozart. And remember the work of Masuru Emoto that we spoke about in episode one. Well, heavy rock or discordant, violent music was played to water. And the frozen crystals were ugly blobs and completely out of symmetry. Instead of the beauty of pure water crystals. So just remember our body is 70% water. Number eight, working with chakras. Our chakras are energy centers located up and down the spine of the body and hold our core essence. They're kind of like our operating center, as opposed to the body, which is our vehicle. Both systems must be in balance and must be able to operate holistically together for us to be truly healthy. Each chakra is related to an organ of the body. And if a chakra is out of alignment or blocked, then that organ will be starved of energy, leading to illness. And the chakras are very influenced by our experiences and emotions. So hence another reason to keep ourselves in a high frequency of emotion in order to stay healthy. This is not a podcast about the chakras, so let's keep it simple here. Each chakra has a frequency or note, which as we go up the body becomes a higher pitch of note. And we can charge up or clear the chakras by listening to, or even better, voice toning our own sounds. These relevant frequencies were found in the Book of Numbers in the Bible and were sung by the Gregorian monks to call in the divine. One of these frequencies is 528 hertz, 
also used by today's biophysicists for DNA cell repair. It's also known as the frequency of love. But perhaps that's a subject for a later dedicated podcast. Number nine, chanting and mantras. Now, this is a sure, fast-track way to get high. Physically, it increases the breath flow, exercises the diaphragm and vocal cords, and raises the Wei Qi or lung meridian, which helps us detox and bring more oxygen to the blood, charging us up with energy and improving the health of our heart. And spiritually, Chanting mantras enables us to connect to the divine and create transformation in our life. Let me explain what I believe to be the difference between mantras and kirtan. Mantras tend to be sequences of Sanskrit or seed sounds designed for a particular purpose. They are deeply magical symbols which when practised with the right intonation, stimulate the meridians within the roof of the mouth, which affects the energy body and the physical body over prolonged practice. Some mantras were gifted to the ancient rishis in the Himalayas at least 2,000 years ago and are still very powerful and widely practised today. They are so powerful that they were kept secret in case they fell into the wrong hands. And it's only very recently that these mantras were shared to the Western world. Only those who understand actually use them, but they're very, very magical if practiced in a particular way. But most people don't really chant them for long enough to be able to embody their potential power. They should be chanted in sequences of 108 times, and some say that is because there are 108 meridians in the body, but there are many, many other theories. Now, Kirtan is a participative community event and is often known as Bhakti Yoga, the yoga of devotion. And Kirtan is devotional singing together to honour various deities so that we may entrain with their high qualities and benefit from their power. The very gathering and chanting together brings such joy and definitely raises frequency. So find a kirtan in your area and give it a try and just watch how good you feel afterwards. And lastly, for this podcast, number 10, change your perception of negative experiences, people and even your life, if you're viewing them in a negative way. When something bad happens or something unfolds that brings you down, try to look and see if there's anything that you can learn from that experience something positive or good that can come out of it. What did you do in the COVID lockdown? Did you sit all day bemoaning the fact? Or did you take time to do things at home you maybe wanted to do for a long time 
but didn't have time. That's changing the way you view things. Next podcast, I'm going to look more deeply at sacred sound and how we can use frequencies to tone us up, not just listening, but voicing and feeling. In fact, engaging all the senses into fields of vibration to supercharge us. Thank you for listening. Please rate me or review, which helps me to reach others. Bye-bye.